Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 59 of the official LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements to make women the work of art that they are. And speaking of work of arts, I got LFC prospect fighter, the beautiful Miss Lynn McMillan on the show today. Lynn, how you doing? I'm terrific, Michael. Thank you. Ah, you are very welcome. First and foremost, I got to say something. Under all that badassery, that is you. There's a sweetheart of a human being, and people, we're going to get to know a lot about Lynn today. So first and foremost, <laughs> i got to say this, but no, I, I, I mean that with the utmost sincerity and respect. You were constantly on the grind, and me being the pop culture nerd that man that I am, I remember as a kid watching Ice Cube and Crazy Bones Until We Rich, one of the integral parts and integral lines of that song was mind right, grind right, we got to keep going. And I think during these times with the pandemic and the coronavirus and everything that's happening in the world and the year that is 20. 20 you are doing the damn thing and i love watching you seeing on your grind well COVID has uh, presented its own opportunity to stay on that grind and to work on things that um that all of us as fighters have you know lacked in our training or that uh, we've kind of haven't paid much attention to so it's it's there's no excuses it's uh, been plenty of time to just fine-tune I think it's also a very unique way because with everything like the gyms and everything shutting down and hardly we can't go any damn where. So, I mean, we have our home. We have our nice little space to do some home gym, working out, meditate, whatever you do. So it gives us as humans the uh, mindset to see what we can do and, you know, help ourselves from the home standpoint while we're in quarantine. So, yeah, and I think that's great what you're doing because I'll be honest with you, I work from home. I do a lot of stuff at LFC and my other side job. So I think it's wonderful. As long as we stay positively proactive, I think that's the best way to look at it, right? Well, that's that's just it. It's um, it's attitude. It's it's everything. When you're working in a small space and uh, we're going through um, unprecedented times, that uh, just it's very important that uh, that we maintain that positivity. Yes. Agreed. And I'm gonna say this right now. Let me tell you something that's positive about you, man. I got the links in my emails. I keep it on notifications. I saw you doing your thing, Maxim Covergirl. I've been voting for you. I have. I truly hope <laughs> all goes well. Oh, you're welcome. No, I've been seeing the photos. You're looking absolutely stunning, absolutely gorgeous. And we'll touch upon this in, in this forum today. But man, the Maxim stuff, I truly wish you well. I want to see you win. Thank you. Um, I think I've kind of already lost that competition, to tell you the truth. And that was kind of perhaps out of lack of attention. I entered that contest as a bit of a joke and started uh moving up in the ranks without doing anything i thought oh cool well if i do happen to win i'm just i'm gonna donate the money to toronto's gyms um so that was i i got into like the last five i think but i think that contest is over now and uh i did not win (laughs) well i'm gonna tell you something right now Beautiful photos. And we'll talk about the imagery here because I've seen a lot of like modeling photos. I see there was one picture on your Instagram of you with the telephone in your hand. I thought that was that came out well. But no, but here's the thing. You talk about a joking matter. Those those images exemplify a beautiful talent and a beautiful fighter. So I got to say, you had me. I was hooked. I was engaged, resonating, generating, evoking emotions. I loved it. I was hoping you'd win. But I got to say, with Maxim, you did your thing on that front. Even though I don't even take that as a loss. I take that as a gain, man, because it just shows the dominance that is yourself as your overall being. It was um it was a fun experience just to try it out just to kind of see if uh oh maybe I could kind of thing, uh it might be something that I might pursue more actively in the future, and put in an actual effort, um in, into making it uh, to where I want to be, um in in those terms so, maybe. Hey, you could take over the old '80s commercials that starred one Kelly LeBrock. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. 
So moving on from pop culture aside there, I just want to say this about you, man, the bodybuilding front. I got to say this as someone, again, you're talking to a kid here. I remember going into 7-Eleven bodybuilding magazines, whether it be sports magazines, wrestling magazines, MMA magazines, bodybuilding. I always appreciated the art form of it, just the discipline, the fitness aspect. And I got to say, as someone as in tune as yourself, besides the fact that you look absolutely great, I love the fact that you're all about your fitness and your bodybuilding and you're doing your thing on that front, your conditioning. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I kind of make it um, a priority to stay on that, even coming into MMA. Uh, well, I mean, not so much MMA these days as bare-knuckle boxing, but um, because it, it's been kind of the one when I where my experience lacks, because I di- really didn't start training MMA seriously until I was 26 years old. So the strength and conditioning kind of fills that void for experience that there's been times that um when I have nothing else well at least I I'm a little bit stronger than someone else in my weight class so it's 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 really in in lieu of experience so I've been kind of lucky in that aspect I look at it like for me like I'll be honest with you I got a sweet tooth I grew up with an Italian grandmother got as the word you know love so i gotta say something i'll be honest with you folks i uh, food is love and sometimes i overcompensate on the food you know what i'm saying i got a bit of a (laughs) but i gotta say i have my ups and downs with my weight but i feel good as my overall being you know what i'm saying overall good energy but i think with you and that's what i always enjoy the discipline you know just eating right staying on the grind working out i think from 26 years age to where we are now that's something right there. And I think that's why I always appreciate it about the fact that you're always in tune. Like I see you running. I see you doing your thing. You're working out the boxing, the strikes, the kicks. We'll get into the, your training in a second here, but I always appreciate that aspect of, it. and I, that's someone I could really resonate and generate with from the grind. And it really tells a great story of your overall being in each and every post that you have on your social medias. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. And that's the thing. Like we could go deep into this because I'll be honest with you. Like you don't take a bad photo. There's the imagery aspect because I can look at it like this, man. Well, no, here's the thing. I mean, you're chuckling here, but I also appreciate the imagery. Like you're looking at a kid here. I mean, you have Bob Ross back in the day, the joy of painting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, start off with a little snip step. You know what I'm saying? He's doing the brush. He's got got the canvas and then by the end you got a masterpiece you got a waterfall you got this you got that and i love it you know what i'm saying so from the imagery standpoint from what you're doing on the fitness aspect i think you got it i mean you got the mma ties you got the boxing the boxing aspect i think you also did some sambo in there you know what i'm saying if i remember that correctly yes uh sambo is actually my primary area of grappling experience um that's yeah that's uh yeah there's about a good solid 16 months worth of sambo in there Okay. Now, so okay. So I'm going to say this right now. Here's why I always appreciated that because as a kid, being a wrestling fan, I remember Vladimir Kozlov, who used to wrestle for the WWE, had a Sambo background. Like I remember him just tossing people, you know, the strikes, the takedowns. I always appreciated the psychology of it. And I got to say, being the art form that it is, that's something that a lot of people don't even look into as Sambo. And I think it's a great art form and a great practice of combative nature. Well, it's uh, something that we overlook in North America, but it's uh, certainly not overlooked. The importance is certainly not overlooked in Russia, and um, and like in 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 uh, the countries to to the east of us, uh, they. Uh, I mean, Khabib, his main style of grappling is sambo. Um, like, I mean, there, there is jiu-jitsu and obviously there is wrestling in there, but he's primarily a, uh, Sambo practitioner. So, I mean, there's, um, it's not that it's overlooked. It's just, it's uncommon in this 
part of uh, in this part of the world. See, that's the thing about me. Like, you have a lot of different art forms. You have a lot of different stuff that you can add to your repertoire. I think we all kind of, you know, work a little bit differently, but I think it's one of those things where we're all unique, but the Sambo, stuff like that is overlooked, and I've always appreciated just, you know what it is, too? You look at wrestling nowadays with the high-octane aerial assaults, and everything's about, like, the spot. It's kind of like gymnastics in a way. Like, just hold on, get them to give them a good strike, give them a good cook, give them a hood hold on somebody from the catches catch scan to what have you. Like, I can appreciate that, because at the end of the day, kind of compare it to, like, chess, you know what I'm saying? Making the right move, and then it, your finish is the checkmate right there. So, I mean, it's like a game of chess, but using your bodies, if that makes sense. Well, a fight is absolutely a game of chess um, in any aspect. It's seeing how they react. It's sacrificing a few of your, fa- you know, a few of your pieces and maybe taking a few hits in the face uh, to complete the metaphor. Um, and s- seeing how your opponent's going to respond to you and uh, with, with different things that you do and different strategies that you use and different movements. And... Um, No, it absolutely is a game of chess. I think what I also appreciate is, like, I saw your fight, and we got to talk about the fight with Glory Watson. Like, for me, I I, I saw your game there, man. I, I like the fact that you went in there. I wanted to ask you about that fight because I was watching that fight the other day, and I think we got two badass competitors. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I thought, I thought you did what you did your thing, man. You went for the effort and the whole nine there. I love that I'll be was honest. the worst. That was the worst performance I've ever given. All right, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. I'm not. I'm not doubting you on no, that. It was. It was no. That was that was a shitty day, and uh, you you saw just how shitty that got. But uh, so, no, I am by no means proud of my performance that day. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm by no means making excuses. I was on a severe severe weight cut that really my my body was not cut out for i had no more body fat left to give um and my my organs were in a lot of trouble so i i was on death's door for about 72 72 hours and about six hours leading up to that fight and um who who ever had stepped into that cage with glory watson it, it was not me I mean, I saw myself go through the motions. Yes, I was there, but that was that was not uh, who I am. That was a very ill, very fatigued, very sick, um, disheartened human being. That that was not me at all. All right. Now I'm just going to say this. I noticed the facial expression after the fight. I could tell that you were not happy, but I wanted to say this. If I could do like a spin of positivity here. I love the fact that you got in there though, because I got to say, because I got to say this about you and this is what I love about you. I think you're a warrior and I think you do what you do. And we talked about the ground. We talked about the effort. I just like the fact that you got in there and just did your thing. Cause glory Watson, I'm going to say hell of a competitor, but the fact that you just got in there, because I even say this because people mock CM Punk from the wrestling side of things, getting into MMA and did he have the best record? No, but the fact that you're going in there and you're, you know, you're doing your thing. I got to give you love and respect for that, man, because you learn everything, every fight, every win, every loss. It's a learning experience. And I think you learn from that. You're going to come back stronger than ever. Um, if ever Glory Watson wants to fight a healthier version of me and maybe put on a few pounds or even catch me at catch weight, I'm all up for that. So if ever she wants to uh, have a real fight, I hope she's listening. 
Well, I'm going to tell you something. Glory Watson is and Lynn McMillan. That's another fight. I want to see it better. I, I want to see another one of those just because I got to say, you, you talk about the fact that you're cut and the fact that you are where you are right now. I think you are possibly at the best at, that you are right now. And personally, I can't wait to see it. So I'm going to re- reiterate this throughout the show. I'm going to really wish you nothing but continued success on that front because you are someone who I truly believe in and I can't wait to see what you keep doing going forward. Thank you. Ah, you are very welcome. Now, speaking of going forward, man, I saw some stuff with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. An amazing an association, man, amazing fighting. Uh, for me, I look forward to seeing what you do on that front because you, you're kind of dipping your toes into a lot of different fields, in which we'll talk about here. But you're kind of like uh, – people talk about the jack of all trades. I'll do this on this <laughs> You're like the Jill of all trades, because my God, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, you're over here, you're over there. The grind never stops, and I wanted to ask you about Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, because it's a great promotion with a lot of amazing talents. I am so, I, I think I'm more excited about the prospect of Bare Knuckle Fighting than I have been about anything else, about any other opportunities that I've had so far. I mean, fighting without gloves, it's the Asperger's kid's dream. I have no equipment to worry about. I've just got my my dinky little hand wraps, and that's it. I don't have to worry about any equipment malfunctioning on me. Um, it's it's just me in my most natural form. So honestly, I'm I've really warmed up to the idea, and the more time I spend uh, training for bare knuckle, the more I've I've kind of um, rekindled my love with striking. Uh, I'll never. I didn't care for Muay Thai in the first place, truly. I mean, I respect it as a sport, but for me as a fighter personally, it doesn't work with my style. Um, but I've, I've kind of fallen in love with boxing all over again as a result of being offered this opportunity with a bare knuckle championship. I'm going to say this right now. First and foremost, Asperger's dream. I'm trying really hard to like keep my composure <laughs> during that life. <laughs> no, you can laugh. It's it's funny. It's uh, I, I I make no bones about it. Hey man, I am an Asperger's kid through and through. <laughs> oh, I love that even more. I'm sorry that that cracked me up. So okay, bare knuckle fighting, <laughs> bare knuckle fighting <laughs> championship. Woo. Bare knuckle fighting championships. I look at it like this because. I think it's a great promotion. I was so stoked because I love the art form of bare knuckle boxing as well. Because I remember Ken Shamrock, I think it was late last year, talked about Valor bare knuckle boxing that he was coming out with. And I'm like, you have a legend like Ken Shamrock, Hall of Famer, you know, mixed martial arts. He's got Valor bare knuckle. You have this bare knuckle. I think a lot of people don't realize, like, I'm a boxing fan. I used to love watching the fights of my grandfather as a kid. He used to sit me on his lap and we used to watch boxing as a kid. And I loved it, you know, spending time with my grandfather. He loved it. If it wasn't that, it was an NASCAR people so i mean i like i said just spending time with your grandparents family gotta love it it's one of those things from the bare knuckle standpoint i love watching those type of fights i love watching boxing it's combative nature and it's badass and it's an art form so i want to see you do your thing with bare knuckle but yeah can you believe ken shamrock someone from the hall of fame that is ufc he's got his own valid bare knuckle i think that's another opportunity right there for you you're you're dipping a lot of things good I, I think it is amazing that there's uh, there's different leagues popping up for bare knuckle now that it used to be kind of a very taboo thing. Now it's on pay-per-view. Um, I mean, t- what a great time to be alive. It is. And I think that's what a lot of people need to realize is you want something different. You know what I'm saying? You want something yeah. different that's out there. I'll be honest with you. You know, people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. You know, if you don't like your chocolate, here's some vanilla. There's something for everybody. And I think that's wonderful what we have nowadays. That that's that's kind of what I've always said about why you know 
the, the further we progress as a society, it's it's great. Like, I mean, there, we're exploring new disciplines of, of, uh, of fighting. We're seeing new things come up. We're kind of uh, looking all over the world at the different types of combat sports. I mean, and we've really only scratched the surface of what kind of combat sport are, is out there. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, cultures in Africa that are just brutalizing each other for for funsies uh, with, with with barehanded slaps and uh, like I mean they have a very interesting set of rules. There's um like there's there's towns that have uh, team MMA basically and um like we 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 we're really only scratching the surface of all that with bare knuckles. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty exciting. Kind of reminds me, like for me, like you mentioned Africa, like I think international, like the UK, like I remember as a kid listening to people like Wade Barrett, who's a bare knuckle fighter from the UK who did his thing in WWE. Again, this is people, the wrestling tie-ins where I find out all about these other different art forms. Oh my goodness. So Wade Barrett was a bare knuckle fighter. People that have that bot background with boxing and stuff. See, I love that because you get to see more in the repertoire. You can kind of see when they wrestle like the, you know, their backgrounds or what they had from the repertoire from their respective backgrounds. And I think that's great. Like I, the UK is another scene for that. I think Scotland, it's, it's, there's a lot that's coming into the forefront. I think that's wonderful from the bare knuckle fighting standpoint. And like you mentioned, Africa, I have heard about these things. I'm actually glad that you mentioned that just because again, you see the different art forms in Africa and just beating each other for funsies. As you put it, the term funsies. Yeah, man. But it's like I'm saying, people go and buck wild over there, but it's an art form and you know, you can appreciate it. Absolutely. And also I can tell from one of your posts there, Miss Five Foot Two over there, you're kind of a spitfire and you like to. I want to just say this right now because let me tell you something. My mother's four foot eleven, and I don't even want to mess with my mother. My mom's short, but she's got fire and passion. And I love her to death. Is maybe who I am today. But you miss five foot two over there. You're kind of a spitfire, and I, I truly appreciate that. I remember you telling me that about your mother that you were you were raised some very, by some very uh, strong, wonderful, uh, intelligent women. Yes. Yes, I, I I put that over every day because my mother and my grandmother has got me the mindset of beauty, strength, and dominance. But yeah, my mother was four. My mom is four foot eleven. My grandmother was about five foot five foot one. My mother and my grandmother were almost about the same height. My grandmother was a tough woman that a tough Italian woman from Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, New York. So I mean, that's where I get the insta, you know, the installed the values in there. See, all right. You see, I heard that whistle over there. Yeah, New Yorker. That's yes. that's that's some tough lady right there. Yes, man, it's, it's blessing, you know what I'm saying? It's blessed. But then, I'll be honest with you, I give Canada some love because Canada's bring the finest like yourself over there. And, I mean, we Canada is one of the top beds for professional wrestling. Canada is just great all in all, which I also got to bring me to Spartan Striking Academy, which I've seen you do a lot of work over there. Great facility. Uh, they, um, they, they have uh, some of their – they have positive aspects, yeah. And and there's undisputed MMA. Like for me, it's one of those things where I look the schools. Everything is so at, at your fingertips, right? Like for me, growing up on Long Island, there was um, Long Island MMA. There's East Coast MMA. There's oh my goodness, there's ProFit and Deer Park. Great gym, great facilities. So you were around that. You look at professional wrestling. You have the MYWC Academy in Deer Park. You have so many professional wrestling schools down here in South Carolina. There's wrestling schools. There's MMA schools, there's CrossFit, there's so many things at your fingertips. So just going out there and applying your craft is wonderful. Again, there's so many options, you know what I'm saying? Everything's right at your fingertips. In Toronto, I'm uh, very fortunate to have uh, that option that I can hop around. I mean, it just uh, it kind of cracks me up. Both the, the gym names that you just mentioned are long since in the rear view mirror for me. Um, it kind of just, I'm like thinking, 
like you like you mentioned those two names like oh geez yeah holy crap that's been a while um but i mean again be- toronto being so beautifully diverse in many senses i have so many opportunities here to go and explore um diverse martial arts i mean there's um what i fell into first um was actually the filipino style of uh boxing and knife fighting was actually the first two things that i i mean if we're not counting karate when i was a child despite the black belt i still truly do not count karate it yes it taught me discipline in the grand spectrum of things but in fighting uh very little as i uh learned the hard way five minutes into boxing but um there's a russian population which is you know obviously where um sambo in toronto is derived from there's uh there's a large uh wrestling sector and muay thai i think is i think muay thai is probably the most popular uh combat sport in canada it seems to be the most uh common there uh, there's more competitions there's um there's 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 simply more opportunities for Thai fighters to to fight um, in amateur and professional in Canada. Um, Jiu Jitsu is becoming larger and larger here. It's uh it's growing all the time. But uh, bless Toronto for exactly that. That I've I've had the opportunity that when one gym. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. When one gym pisses me off or upsets me or um whatever i can erect my middle finger and then walk to the next one that i have lined up so god bless toronto i was about to say lynn you can curse on this show you can say fuck it it's all right but i can beat me to it (laughs) but okay so Fuck it in middle finger aside there, badass. Um, let, me, let me just talk about, you mentioned jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. And I think this is where we'll encompass the LFC into this. Man, we got a lot of beauty, strength, and down. beautiful women here who are just, I mean, you look at Las Vegas, the fight capital of the world, with Syndicate MMA, Ken Shamrock's gym. You got future stars of wrestling. You have so much there. Mayweather Boxing Gym, Greg Frito, amazing trainer there. For me, I love the aspect of jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai, and I just, again, I love the strikes. I love the takedowns. I like everything that goes into it, because I'm going to say this right now, because you mentioned a great thing. I'm going to say this right now. You are probably one of the most disciplined fighters that I know. You're very disciplined. Uh, you know, fuck it in middle finger aside there. I would, <laughs> I'm just going to say you're probably one of the most disciplined talents and pretty much disciplined fighters and people that I know. And I think that's going to get you so far. And I think what I appreciate about you is because with LFC, and I can say this as someone who has done this podcast and seen what goes into lingerie fighting championships, there are some people that just focus on, oh, I'm in my lingerie and I can roll around and da-da-da-da, which is not really what it encompasses. There's a lot of training that goes into it. Yes, you look good, you look sexy, and you feel confident in the body confidence, and it's absolutely amazing from that aspect, the overall imagery and the overall presentation. But the fight that goes in there is wonderful, and I think you're going to be a huge asset to when that happens for a lingerie fighting championship. So I just want to give you some more props on your discipline over there, Ms. Lynn McMillan. Well, thank you. Um, I, I can't wait to show a lingerie fight championship what I've been working on uh, with all this, I mean, since I have been having discussions with Lingerie Fight Championship about competing before, and um, I, since that conversation, have a lot more to bring to the table now. So um, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. 
I'm going to say this as people, and I'll get on the spiritual side of this. We grow. You know what I'm saying? We, I can tell you straight right now that the 2016-2017 Mike Larkin is not the same person as you get in 2020. So we grow as people in life and as competitors and just in general. So I think there's a lot of growth there. And you We can it. choose to grow as competitors and as people. But um, what sets us aside, what makes us successful... Mm-hmm. is the choice to want to do or the option to want to do better words of wisdom right there nice adding the to my point there i like that and that's true because i think what, what's great about it too is and you look at lingerie fighting championships uh, for me i'm gonna say this right now we got the black team we got the pink team i don't think it even matters what team you're on i think you're absolutely going to dominate we got people like ty emery who has transitioned from lfl the lingerie you know, football league, the which is now Legends Football League, transitioning to MMA, which she's doing her thing right now, training the discipline aspect on her front over there. And I see you. I see a lot of great people. So I think the stacked of prospects that we have coming into LFC is absolutely amazing. And speaking of absolutely amazing, I'm going to say this right now. I've seen your training stuff on your live videos. If it's not that of you running and just absolutely being a badass man, you got your cat up there on the uh, Instagram video. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm a cat lover. I got two cats right now. So for me, it's always great to see the cats in there. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, it just shows your overall being. And as a cat lover, I got to give you love on that front as well. Oh, he keeps me motivated. Keeps okay. Me account- keeps me uh, accountable. You know, right. that he, he, even, yes, it's a cat. But I kind of feel like this that, that creepy little bugger is still, like, watching me and judging me. <laughs> when I don't do as many push-ups as I say as I'm going to do. So it's a, it's a good system. Hey, man, what's the cat's name? Uh, the one that you're pro- the one with no hair that you're seeing on Instagram is Baba Yashka, which okay. is Russian for boogeyman. Wait, wait okay. <laughs> All right. You named your cat boogeyman. Or yeah, Baba. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's out of John Wick. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I had to think about that for a second. Okay. Does he not look like the boogeyman with that wrinkled little face? That is true. No, yeah. that is true. See? Okay. All right. I had to put it together for a second there, man. I wasn't thinking the John Wick route because you hear stuff like Boogeyman, and I'll be honest with you, the wrestler comes in me out of me with the worms. But yes, John Wick, you were correct about that. All right, I'll take it to Disney Plus. I remember watching Don't Look Under the Bed as a kid, and the Boogeyman was under the bed. You gotta understand, I'm a '90s kid. I grew up on Disney and Disney Plus, but Don't Look Under the Bed. So my immediate, my immediate attention back on John Wick. Thank you. Gotcha. Anyway. No, it's one of those things I can appreciate that. And I, I'm going to say this about you, man, with um, going back to the Andre Fighting Championships for a second, uh, man, the, besides the fact that we have the podcast, we have the events, we have the calendars as well. And I think one of the things that I want to see you in, because we were talking about the Maxim and we were talking a little joke factor, but, you know, you being the beauty aspect, alls. I can't wait to see you possibly in an LFC calendar doing your thing because for me, from a merchandising standpoint, I love calendars. I remember buying stickers and everything from my local Pathmark back in New York. So that's something I'd love to see you do as a calendar shoot. Oh, that'd be fun. I'm totally up for that. You see, that's the main thing, too. And you mentioned the keyword fun. That's what it is. I mean, you're entertaining the people. You're having fun. You're resonating. You're generating the emotions and evoking emotions. So... I love that. And I'll be honest with you, everything from like we mentioned today with the MMA aspect and what you got coming up, 
Uh, I'm going to ask you because with the quarantine saying positively proactive, besides the running, besides the gym, what else have you been doing besides the fact of what we got with quarantine? Because personally, I'm not going nuts, but I just can't wait for everything just to open back up and everything to go back to normal. So what have you been doing during quarantine besides the normal push-ups and just working out as you do? Um, shadow boxing, two hours a day. Hot damn. Okay. Yeah. I, two hours uh, a day, minimum. Two hours a day of shadow boxing. Okay. That's, so shadow boxing and then add kettlebells to that. Um, and then, uh, not all the time, but uh, I'll go and I'll run. There's a school cut behind uh, where I'm living right now. I'll go and run the track when it's uh, empty enough. Hey, you sound like me from back in the day, because here's the thing. My high school. All right. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to I'm going to say it. East Islip High School, which saw the graduate and everybody talks about it in a way. It kind of makes me sick, but I understand it. Boomer Sison graduated from that school because that's all you ever hear about the damn school. But there's more to it. Ugh. Anyway, I digress. So you look at what we have there from the sports you know, programs. I remember the track being back there, and I used to love going on the track, running, walking around the track, because it's nice. You get to clear your head, and you get the exercise flowing, you know what I'm saying? Get the juices flowing. Yeah. So I could appreciate that. And also, I remember as a kid, Bayshore, Long Island, I mean, you, there's the bank right there. You go to Teachers Federal Credit Union, it's the educated choice. There's the old jingle for the people that remember that commercial. And right across from the Teachers Federal Credit <laughs> Union was the gym, was the uh, track, excuse me. So I thought, like, again, Everything's at everything's at your opportunity, and you're just doing your thing. But yeah, I like that. So shadow boxing for two hours in the whole night. Like I said, there's never a dull moment with you, and I, I really cannot wait just to see what you do. I'm almost smiles for you, Miss Lynn McMillan, because it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Emphasis on the good. I'm excited. It's gonna be great. Oh man, I'm gonna say this right now. LFC. We touched upon MMA. Like for me, I think we touched upon this when we were uh, we were talking last time man but you know what it is too because people see the world of mma and professional wrestling we've talked about tie-ins and correlations there and i think what i appreciate about lfc is because we get all those mmas the jiu-jitsu's the professional wrestling all ever all that and everything you know we were talking about chaga vanilla and everybody's got different flavors everybody's got their different likes and, you know you look at catch wrestling alliance with raul ramirez and i'm um, uh, in california you know from your catches catch can your days of your pat o'connor's your luthes the whole nine so i gotta ask you what do you think about the different art forms that encompass it even some boxing as well like i mentioned with greg freedom with a boxing gym what do you think about the different art forms and everything of combative nature that goes on lfc um, I think each one of the arts has has their merit. Obviously, there are some that worked um, that work better for uh, sp specific fighters more so than others. I mean, s simply not every body type is cut out for every martial art form. Uh, Thai fighters are not always cut out to be wrestlers. Wrestlers are not always cut out to be strikers. Um, strikers tend to do better if they're taller, longer, leaner. Uh, body types, whereas grapplers tend to need to be shorter, uh, like for takedowns, a little, little bit wider, a little bit bulkier, and um, larger, wider shoulders to like for pressure to hold somebody down. So I mean, each one of them have their merits. It's um, but what makes a great fighter is knowing which ones are best for you and how to utilize them to your best advantage. Um, so again, they're they're all great. Each one of them are great. 
And first and foremost, I'll go back to it. I will I will include karate in there because I'm going to say, okay, I'm gonna, here's why I include karate. I remember as a kid, I used to go to uh, Valari out on Long Island. It was a nice little karate school. You know what I'm saying? We get to, you know, I think I got up to, man, I can't even remember. I think like orange or purple or one of those. But I remember I, I got up there extensive. But again, it teaches you discipline, the kicks, the strikes, the whole nine. And it's good. You know what I'm saying? My grand, Again, this goes back to my grandfather, my grandparents taking me there as well as my mom. So it's one of those prominent memories in my mind. But yes, I just want to go back to that for a second because I'll, I'll include some karate. You know what I'm saying? You know, doing your whole thing there. So I had to, I just, I'm going to include karate on your front too because people say that, but still it's discipline and it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it certainly, it certainly does count for something. I'm not knocking the importance of karate or taekwondo. I mean, I, uh, I, I got a, a very interesting kind of knockout from a girl that was, uh, mainly a uh, taekwondo striker uh, like an MMA practitioner but um, her striking um, kind of stems from taekwondo and she's a much like she's a smaller human being than I am and I uh, yeah I, I, ate, I ate one of her kicks to my jaw and she didn't hit me in the skull like she didn't hit my brain but she made me bite my jaw hard enough to like or bite my tongue hard enough to make me pass out uh with uh like those taekwondo speed kicks so um no i absolutely don't don't knock that sport uh it's just it's just not my personal preference gotcha but i gotta say first and foremost when you talk about that well first and foremost the kick oh here's the thing like, I, I don't know what it is, but pop culture nerdiness is coming back out, man. Like, when you see, like, your Jet Lees and your Bruce Lees and, and the whole nine there, like, I have an appreciation for those films. And also just because they're entertaining as hell, and I love the aspect of it. And, of course, your Jackie Chan's Rush Hour 2, you know what I'm saying, Chris Tucker, the dynamic there. I digress. Escape it out of pop culture for a second. It's one of those things where I just, I love just to see each and every aspect of it, from your strikes, your kicks. And, you know what it is, just, I've always appreciated just watching that as a kid. And I, we were touching upon, like, the bodybuilding aspect, all in great forms and you talk about i'm going to say this right now women that have influenced said sports like you look at boxing with layla ali you look at so many people on the mma sp- standpoint like you're on to rousey's like your Amanda Nunez, your misha tate's the whole nine and you see what professional wrestling is doing now it's one of those things where i got to give it up to the women i'm going to include you in this because you're a badass in your own form and i'll reiterate that throughout this whole show but what's great about it is i love to see the women coming up and doing their thing because there's a lot of beautiful women out there but there's also a lot of kick-ass women so i got to give love to all the ladies out there doing their thing and that includes yourself miss lynn mcmillan there's um there's a lot of women that are starting to make history in mma where i mean now we have the chance to um i feel quite guilty not remembering this this girl's name because she's she's such a amazing champion but the girl that um is uh i i think she's straw i don't know if she's strawweight or flyweight champion right now but she's funded she's uh sponsored by the government of china and just oh no she i guess she would have to be at one she would be strawweight mm-hmm. and this girl just changed the entire shape of yuana of yuana's head of you on a skull like i've never seen a human being's head go in this shape it was really really something else that uh, yuana ate so many of this girl's strikes and the strikes were so perfect they were like she threw her body weight into each one of them they were all very precision, very well aimed strikes 
and th- like this girl is a just holy fuck like i've never uh, honestly said that i wish i could fight like this person i wish i could fight like this girl um i'm on my way but oh my god this woman is something else Oh my goodness, yeah, you look at people like uh, Demetrios Johnson, you look at people like Cindy Dandois, who was doing her thing in Invicta, like for me, like I love Shannon Knapp's promotion, Invicta, we see a lot of girls from, you know, that particular promotion go on to UFC, go on to WWE, I think each and every one that's out there is strong, like I'll be honest, like you talk about that fighter, there's another fighter that I saw, her name is Serena De Jesus, who just signed with Invicta, I think what's great about her is she's the first female fighter with autism, and she does a lot of great work with autism awareness, but I think it's great because with what she's got going on, Amazing Strikes, amazing talents and she's killing it from that aspect that's interesting it is and i think what's interesting about that too is like you we talked about like you know having autism and like i would see wrestlers like who are doing the thing with Cyril palsy whatever you got going in life whatever obstacle people overcome and i think that's wonderful you know what i'm saying from people who have that you know disability or what have you people just being strong and never giving up and doing their thing and it leads to a lot of great things for a lot of people in this thing we call life autism is not Truly, I would not consider it as a fighter to be a disadvantage. At mm-hmm. least it hasn't been from, it hasn't been for me. Um, I, I, like, I have found that maybe, like, maybe I attribute to a few of, like, a few of my skills, like, my, my, my focus. Like, I have very good focus. I am, I'm very disciplined. And I, I think that's a, a result of Asperger's, um, I'm quite sure that uh, that's actually where that comes from. I, I'm not really conflicted with some of the things that a neurotypical human being would be conflicted with going into a fight. So I don't know so much about disability. Um, so I this 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 girl has a, has an advantage, uh, whether anyone's figured that out or not. All right, fair enough. Yeah, you know what it is too. Like first of all, you go back to the Asperger's thing. Again, it's it's the discipline like you mentioned about you. And here's what I'm going to say about this right now. It doesn't matter whether you have, like you mentioned, the advantage. It doesn't really even matter what you even have. It's just – if you, you know what it is? It's that old cliche, and I'll say the cliche. You know, you get knocked down, you get back up, and I think what life will throw you curveballs. Life will throw you anything that it goes against you as long as you can, you know, rise and overcome. And I think that's that's the story right there, you know, man? That's the story. Yeah, Absolutely. So, Miss Lynn McMillan, I will say this. Uh, first and foremost, a couple final things. I got to say this. It's always a pleasure interacting with you. I'm glad that we got to do this. I can't wait to see an LFC. I can't wait to see an bare-knuckle fighting championships. I can't wait to see it just all over, man. Bodybuilding, <laughs> boxing. Is there anything that Lynn McMillan can't do? You know what I'm saying? I knew when we were going into this, uh, we were going to have some fun. and We were going to talk about what you got going on, that five foot two height of yours, that shortness, that badassness. You got a whole lot of. I'm going to say this right now. You got a whole lot of Miss Lynn McMillan. It's always a pleasure interacting with you and catching up. Well, thank you. Ah, you're very welcome. I truly mean that. And uh, people, I think a lot of people are going to take away from this when they hear this. Just someone who's very determined, someone who's very disciplined, to reiterate on that word, and just someone who's very driven. I'm going to use the three Ds, disciplined, uh, driven, and determined. So that exemplifies you on, on a, as, a, as a whole right there. And uh, beauty, strength, and dominance, of course. So Lynn McMillan, before we get to our final thoughts here, uh, Please promote the social media where people can find you. Go right ahead. Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Lynn McMillan, all one word, L-I-N-M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. All right. Uh, besides Instagram, anything else like a Facebook or anything or just mainly Instagram? I do have Facebook. I don't use it. 
don't add me there. Um, I will respond to Instagram, however. Okay, fair enough. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. Well, first of all, you got to understand, people, there's a lot of people with different preferences out there. Oh, the sure. Front. But, I mean, if you're trying to contact me, you're going to use my preference, so. Thank you. going to go. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just clarifying. Don't, don't. All right, here's the thing, man. <laughs> I know, I know. That, that was the jugular right there, man. I was just trying to clarify. This girl's going for my jugular over here. My goodness. Anyway, what I, I do, know. Michael. I know. I'm just saying, man. I'm just. I'm, I'm not trying to get that smoke. All right. Oh, old habits die hard. I can't help myself. Ah, it's okay. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say this about you, man. Do you have any final words for the people before we close this out? Uh, LFC fans or just in general? Excuse me, Larry. Let me clarify that. Live long and prosper. I don't know. Hey, man, I was just trying to say to your fans and live long and prosper. Do you have any final words for your fans? Uh, For my fans, I would say thank you very much for tuning in and for listening. Thank you for your support. I love you very much. And um, thanks for standing by me. As I try to pick my jaw up off the floor after this girl going for my jugular, I will say this. I will say this. We've had a lot of laughs, and we really got through a lot of the great art forms. And someone who I truly respect in yourself and the art forms that I respect. Uh, guys, check this podcast out on WrestlingWithWrestling.com. You can check out the LFC podcast on LaundryFC.com, SoundCloud.com slash LFC, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Anchor, CastBox, wherever you get your podcasting audio platforms. And check out the new Beauty, Strength, and Dominance t-shirt on Teespring. Get yourself a Beauty, Strength, and Dominance LFC pod t-shirt, a tank top. I'm going to say this right now to close this out. Lynn McMillan, live long and prosper. There's some nerdiness right there, so I'm not alone in this conversation. Awesome. (laughs) Whether it be LFC, whether it be MMA, whether it be Sambo, bodybuilding, boxing, you name it, you are just going to continue to shine, and I really enjoyed this conversation. I can't wait to see you at a future LFC event, and I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Michael. This was great. You're very welcome. For Lynn McMillan, my name is Mike Larkin. This will include episode 59 of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. And you exude all three of those, Ms. McMillan. We'll talk to you guys next time. Cheers.